0: Hey everybody, Jonathan Dore with you as always for the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. Hope you're doing well. It's early here. I came into the studio really early today. It's about four o'clock in the morning. I love this time of day. Everyone thinks I'm crazy, but uh, I guess how the monks used to do that, you know, they used to have, they'd pray the the divine office, the hours, they'd be up all times of the day and night, uh, not advocating, pushing ourselves. I'm just saying that uh, I've always been a morning person. I sort of... uh, I you know, absolutely love this time of day, so good to be sharing some time with you. I hope you're doing okay with all the COVID stuff that's happening still. Uh, what an extraordinary time, huh? But as I've been saying in recent podcasts, we are an incredibly resilient species. We are going to come through this, and not only are we a resilient, you know, sort of uh, ingenious species, able to come up with solutions to all sorts of complex problems, but we also have the beautiful gift of grace, so, not only do we we don't have to weather this storm completely alone. I've been pressing into prayer, uh, been sneaking across to adoration on a regular basis each day. I just try and before I pick my kids up, I uh, duck over there to adoration and uh, and just have this experience of just sitting with the Lord, wasting time with Jesus, wasting time with Jesus. Huh? It's a beautiful sentiment that. Uh, Often when I do seminars, I talk about prayer a lot, and you know the question is, how do we pray? And I share the great quote from Basil Pennington, who said, Pray as you can, not as you can't. Pray as you can, not as you can't. So uh, yesterday, I usually do some reading. I just have some time sitting with the Lord, and then reading, sort of always have something really good to read, which is kind of how, I guess, God's always, uh, I guess, communicated, spoken to me. Uh, I know some people hear God in other ways, but I just tend uh, to find that He really can reach me through reading great stuff. I just want to remind us all today that there is such a need in our culture for the gospel of Jesus. There just is. And as a Catholic educator, despite all the complexities and challenges you face, do you have any idea how much the gospel is needed? You know, yesterday I had an experience that really just touched my heart. Was um, was I uh was taking my son to, uh, he does Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and uh, we've been doing that for a long time and so a couple of days a week I take him out there and uh, I was just in the, I I dropped him off and then uh, I was sort of standing there and I heard this argument start and it was so tragic. There was this couple who've obviously separated or divorced recently, they're pretty young and uh, the woman was just so she, – she didn't care. She just went after this guy. She's yelling and screaming at him and, and, you know, insulting him. And this man had this little girl, this little daughter. She couldn't have been more than about maybe three wrapped around his neck, and she's hearing all this stuff. Now, I'm telling you this story without an ounce of judgment. I don't know their story. I don't know anything that's uh, – or the pain that's been driving that for them – but I was just struck by this need for the gospel of Jesus in our world, you know, the need for the healing and the forgiveness that Christ brings. You know, the uh, today's the the uh, birthday, the nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and we prayed the Rosary this morning, and and I prayed for my own marriage, and I prayed for other marriages, and I just think, you know, what would our culture be like? with prayer soaking into all the pain and the, and the struggle that so many couples go through. What's this got to do with you and Catholic education? Well, you know, every day you have a chance to form young people in what's true, what's good, what's beautiful. You can teach them to pray. You can help them to learn about being selfless and how to listen and all these different skills that you're inculcating, that you're sharing every day, are forming young people. And these young people have relationships in the future. They have marriages You're not entirely responsible for this, of course, but I want to always remind you of the incredible link between what you're doing on a daily basis and how this shapes and changes our culture. I mean, you know, Jesus gave us these examples, didn't he, of like, you know, this idea of yeast working its way through a batch of dough. He didn't choose those examples by accident. He wanted us to understand that as the kingdom of God comes to life in our own hearts and minds, then it goes out through the culture. I mean, we look at the dysfunction in our world at the moment, the rage and the anger and the and the just the polarization in so many places, that's because the gospel's been rejected, because people are turned from God. I mean, I often talk about the Latin term capax Dei, which means that which has the capacity for God, as the the human species is designed for a relationship with God. And as we turn from that as a culture, the result isn't some kind of secular utopia. It's not. The result throughout history has never been very good. So let's always remember that as you walk into that classroom today, tomorrow, that you are shaping hearts and minds, and those hearts and minds go on to shape the culture. So God bless you for what you're doing. I want to give you a beautiful quote. We're working through uh, this book, The Case for Catholic Education, by Dr. Ryan Topping. I've been sort of sharing thoughts on this as I work through it. Listen to this uh, little quote here. He's talking about the kind of breakdown in Catholic education, the closing of schools, um, and even, you know, the Catholic schools, some Catholic schools being much less effective than they could be. He says this, The source of our crisis is in the mind and in the heart. What we need is a rebirth of a thousand Christian communities, and among them, a renewed understanding of and loyalty to the principles of learning that have animated our tradition for centuries. A couple of really quick points on that. You know He wants us to understand that we need two things here. We need a rebirth of a thousand Christian communities. What does that mean? I don't know how many of you have read Rod Drera's book, uh, The Benedict Option. Very influential book. If you haven't read it, I really recommend getting a copy and reading it, The Benedict Option by Rod Drera, because it talks about renewal of culture coming through, again, not through big programs, but through holy men and women, men and women like you. Where Christ comes to birth in your heart, and then you animate that out into communities, and you build communities, and that transforms culture. So the first thing here is Ryan Topping saying that we need a thousand Christian communities. Now, yesterday I was saying your faculty room, your staff, the people you work with every day. Um, I really want to encourage you to to look around you and say, who are the other staff here that have a real heart for Jesus? Who are the other staff here that I know are people of deep faith? I want you to reach out to them and say, hey, look, why don't we meet up together and just pray together once a week? Let's pray for our school. Let's pray for our principal. Let's pray for our students and their families. Now, some of you are already doing this, but I don't think enough schools are. And what I'm saying is build a community of two or three teachers in your school, Because some of you look around and you feel a bit ostracized. You're like, well, you know, I love the Lord and I want to just be a great Catholic teacher, but I feel our school's a bit functional and we're losing the spiritual edge. So don't worry about fixing everything. Just press into prayer, press into the sacraments, let Christ come to birth in your heart And then reach out to one or two other teachers in your school and begin to pray together. See, this is the stuff we're talking about. There's little communities that get built and then go on to shape the whole school. So just start small, okay? Jesus started with one, you know. He started, well, he started with his tiny group of apostles. And from there, it just grew. So we don't have to start with a massive sweeping change. Don't you ever get frustrated? By the next big program, the next big thing, the next big pedagogical breakthrough, you know I think there's a bit of craziness to it all. you know what's the this other part of this quote from Ryan topping is he's talking about understanding the principles of learning that have animated our tradition for centuries. What are the principles of learning? Well, it's about the ends of education, about helping young people to become good to understand truth, beauty, and goodness, to love the Lord. Like, that's been the tradition for centuries. Now, there's a way, you know, there's definitely a need. The church documents make it clear. There's a need to learn new systems, new pedagogies. Are they going to help? But the great tradition has always been what it's been, which is helping young people become disciples of Jesus, helping them to love what is good, helping them to love what is true, helping them to love what is beautiful. So it's these things that we do on a daily basis— that shape young people, shape culture, shape our community. So God bless you. That's all I want to say. I hope it's a blessing to you. Be encouraged. As you hear this, be encouraged. Thank you for what you're doing. It does matter. It is transformative. It is making the world a better place. All right. God bless your friends. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. Do me a favor. Go to OneCatholicTeacher.com. OneCatholicTeacher.com. And uh, that's one, the the word one, O-N-E, onecatholicteacher.com. Go to the resources page. Get access to the Going Deeper program. Build this you know online learning community of faith. You can go grab a copy of that program. There's a free trial. Go do it today, onecatholicteacher.com. Send it to friends. All right, please make sure you've subscribed. That's really important. If you're hearing this, you're liking this, please make sure you've subscribed. I'll be praying for you throughout the day for all Catholic teachers. God bless you. Thanks for what you're doing. Hang in there. Stay close to Jesus and his mother and everything's going to be just fine. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast and I'm going to have another message for you tomorrow.